my beloved disciples, the appointed hour is at hand. Let us descend to our lair where hell awaits. Welcome to the Northwest Metal Zone.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome once again to the Northwest Metal Zone. I am Chance. I am your host. We have a whole bunch of new music this week. I don't know where it all came from, but I'm really glad that it's here. And that is a band that is new to the Northwest Metal Zone this week. That band is called Scream and Agony, and that track is called Lambs to the Slaughter. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I think we have a pretty heavy uh, lineup for you here on the Northwest Metal Zone uh, on the show. Uh, don't know why, just was in the mood for it as I was pulling the playlist together and, uh, we got some, we got some heavy stuff. We got a lot of new stuff. So, you know, that kind of, uh, that kind of, uh, drove the show as well. I think we have seven bands on the show tonight that, uh, have never been on the Northwest Metal Zone before. So, uh, that's pretty cool. It's really cool that we're like, uh, well over a year into it now and we still have that many bands in a week's time, uh, coming at us and, and giving us new stuff. So, uh, Makes it exciting and it makes it fun for me here on the Northwest Metal Zone. Uh, we also have an interview with a band out of Tacoma called The Wizard Sleeve. And uh, so we'll be bringing that to you and it's really cool. We had a really good chat, uh, had a good time talking with those guys. I want to thank them again for coming into the studio and making themselves available for an interview. Uh, so that'll be coming up a little later on in the show. So make sure you stick around for that. A chance to get to know the wizard's sleeve. Um, and I wanted to, in, and I mentioned it during the interview, I wanted to throw it out again here, just kind of at the top of the show. There's a couple things that those guys did, even though they're new. I mean, I literally, I think it was maybe 10 days ago at the most that I, I had never heard of the band before. Uh, a friend said, Hey, you got to check these guys out. I did. I liked what I heard. I got in touch with the band and, you know, we made it happen. Uh, so, you know, in terms of promoting bands, in terms of promoting yourself and, you know, a couple things to think about, and I mentioned it during the interview, but I'll do it again here just real quickly. When you post, uh, songs on your Facebook page or your Reverb Nation page or wherever, make sure you have at least one, uh, that is, that can be downloaded. Um, I'm not trying to be all high and mighty here, but, you know, as, you know, people that work in the music media uh, that want to promote, you know, by having our shows and doing all these things, we help, uh, you know, our job is to help promote your bands. At least that's how I look at it. Um, And, you know, sometimes, you know, we just, it's, it's not a matter of being full of ourselves or anything, but sometimes we just don't have time to go to a page and say, oh, well, we can listen to the music, but we can't download it. Um... And then we have to try to figure out a way to, uh, you know, get in touch with the band and and get a hold of the track and everything. And uh, it's just, um, you know, it's easier if you have at least one track that people can download. I understand you don't necessarily want to give your music away, and that's cool, and I get that. But have at least one song that people can download. And then when when someone reaches out to uh, get in touch with you, you know, respond in a timely manner and respond quickly. Uh, and these, you know, a lot of you bands out there are probably thinking, well, yeah, that's all common sense stuff, but you would be amazed over the last, uh, you know, I've been doing this for, I don't know, 15, 16 months now. You'd be amazed at the number of bands that I've reached out to and never heard back from. Um, and, you know, again, it's the Northwest Metal Zone. It's not like I'm uh, from, you know, Decibel Magazine or something and I want to write an, a feature on them or something. But, you know, at, at the same time, you know, getting out there and and getting some, any publicity is good publicity, right? And if someone wants to help you uh, promote your band and promote what you're doing, then, um, you know, you probably should follow up on that. And I'll just kind of leave it at that. So uh, the Wizard Sleeve, perfect example of of a band that's doing all of those things, Uh, at least, you know, from where I sit, you know, I do a radio show, I write reviews of metal albums, 
And uh, so, you know, I am I am part of the media, whether I want to. I was thinking about that, and it's like, well, yeah, I guess I kind of am. Um, and a very small part of the media, but, you know, anything helps, right? All right, let's get into some music. This is a band that's we've that's been around the Northwest Metal Zone for a long time. We haven't played them for a while, so I thought we would rectify that. This is Strychnine with Manifestations of Evil Made Divine.
Hey, I'm supposed to be talking. Awesome. Here I am. <laughs> we had we closed out that set. That is another new band right there, a new band to the Northwest Metal Zone anyway. That is Grim Ride with Sinful Horror. In the middle, our friends from Yakima, Washington, that was Choke Out with Repeat Offender. Appreciate, guys, all you do to uh, support the Northwest Metal Zone over there on the other side of the mountains, at least from where I am. And then leading off the set, we had Strychnine with Manifestations of Evil made divine so i uh, hope you're enjoying the show so far and it is time if you've followed the show for a long time you know that this is the point of the show where we get to know a band at least when when we've had one come in and and do an interview this is the point uh, of the show where we have an interview and uh, as i mentioned at the top of the show band out of tacoma called the wizard sleeve and uh we're gonna get a chance to talk to them we're gonna play uh, some music from the wizard sleeve. Uh, the first track that we're going to listen to is a track called No Gold, No Woman. And they explain what that is about. If you, When you listen to the interview, you'll know. I thought, you know, that was that's kind of the response that I get. Like if I'm out and I see a girl that I want to talk to and, you know, they find out that I'm broke, then the response is usually, ah, no gold, no woman. But actually it was about something completely different than that, believe it or not. Uh, So let's get into our uh, set with the Wizard Sleeve. We actually had kind of a lengthy interview with them. Uh, So we're going to, this is going to eat out a good uh, 35 or so minutes out of the show. Uh, Here we go with the Wizard Sleeve, No Gold, No Woman. Then we'll have the interview and then another one of their tracks on the way out. So see you in a bit.
All right, welcome to NWCZ Radio, the Northwest Metal Zone, and another one of our interview sessions. And today we have in the studio with us the Wizard Sleeve from Tacoma, Washington. Welcome, guys. Wow! <laughs> so I wanted to tell a little story about uh, getting to know these guys or getting to know a little bit about this band. And I think there's some things that they are doing right that um, actually I've seen a lot of bands that aren't. So I, I wanted to pay them a couple of compliments before we really get into the interview here. So... Uh, Actually, a third party said, hey, man, you got to check this band out. So I found them on Facebook and listened to the music that they had posted there. And uh, uh, number one thing, they had songs I could actually download, which is, I think, a big mistake that a lot of bands make. I get referred to a lot of bands and go, hey, check this out. And then you go to their Facebook page and all you can do is stream the songs. So number that's that was, that's that was my idea that's number one you know and you don't have to you don't have to give away your music you know give away all of it but i think a band should have at least one song that can be downloaded um it makes it easier for guys like me that if i hear something and i like i don't then i don't have to go chase the band down and say hey can you email me a copy of that track or mm-hmm. something so that's compliment number one cool <laughs> uh and you know and the other thing that i would say is you know uh, bands even if you do if you're streaming your music have another way for someone to contact you that's easy to find right there on your page if it's reverb nation or facebook or however you're doing it because i've seen a lot of uh, pages also where there's no like email address to you know write the band or anything so you know you got to get that stuff together and then the other thing is uh, jerry reached out to me and said you know hey what can you know how can we help spread the word about the band and you know i'm always happy to have people come in and interview and it's nice to have that interaction right off the bat and uh uh you know again a lot of bands don't do that you know they kind of like wait for people to come to them or uh you know yeah hide hide yeah (laughs) hope that someone finds them or something and i mean there's so many bands out there and you know with the way that bands can just uh you know it's a lot easier to record music you don't necessarily have to go into a studio and do it and everything anymore and uh so there's a ton of things out there you got to have a way to stand out and differentiate yourself a little bit and I think you guys are doing those things, so uh, congratulations on, on that. You guys well, are... Well, thank you much, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> good, good pointers for uh, anybody else that maybe listen to this. Yep. You know. Well, that was that was the point. So these guys are doing it right. That's why I heard about them a week and a half ago, and they're already in the studio here. So. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so uh, let's kind of let's uh, give everybody a chance to get to know you. Why don't we start with this handsome gentleman here on my left here and uh, go around the room, introduce yourself and what you do in the band. I'm handsome Dan. (laughs) All right. um, I am Jensen. I play lead guitar and only guitar right now. Mm -hmm. All right. But we do need another (laughs) guitar player. So anybody listening. We do. We do. If uh, anybody listening to this program wants to try it. Or a bass player. Yeah, or bass bass player, yeah. yeah. It's one or the other. Looking for either a, a kick-ass guitar player or a kick-ass bass player. Whichever one shows up, we can we can move LJ around accordingly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Jensen. Um, Tell us about other? yourself. Yeah, oh, um, well, I live here in Nacoma and whatnot. What do you like to do for fun, Jensen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the answer to that question is get wasted. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, LJ. What's up? Your All turn. Right. So I'm LJ. That's my name. I play bass. I started out playing guitar in this band and kind of been switching around depending on what's been needed. I also did the recordings for the band and, uh, yeah, I like metal. That's why I'm in this band because we're pretty metal. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name's Tim 
Millage, uh, I'm the vocalist, do uh, all the vocals. Um, although I am some gonna, of the vocals, I am g- trying to move away from the growling and screaming type vocals and uh, have LJ picking that up. So what he said earlier isn't entirely accurate. LJ is also the uh, secondary vocalist, so that'll be uh, fun to watch him grow in in all of that. Uh, but yeah, good times, good times. All right, hello. hello, I'm Jerry Drum Machine Amos, and I am the band. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm from tacoma and i just like playing all different kinds of music cool i do he plays music music all right so um whoever i'm just gonna throw these questions out if you each want to chip in and answer them you know if you have uh if Tim wants to answer most of them, you know, however you guys, I don't know how you guys do things as a band, but yeah. you know, we so we'll figure it out. <laughs> tell us, yeah. tell us the story. First of all, I, I would like to know where the name of the band came from. How did you guys decide on the wizard sleeve? I wasn't there. I don't know. I came up with it. <laughs> I was working. I, as an LJ, you can credit me for this. Uh, so <laughs> I thought it'd be funny, but it's also kind of serious because, you know, you don't, some people might not get the double meaning. So it's kid friendly, but also adults will like it. Right, which is always what we're striving for, to be child-friendly. Um, no, we honestly had like... Uh, Probably 50 or so. A ton, yeah. a ton of names that we just rolled through because we can never settle on a name. And I just felt like, you know, that at first, because we, he came up with that name quite some time ago. At first, I didn't like it. Uh, and then it just, like, I thought about it more and it grew on me. I liked the, I thought the double meaning was funny. I like how it had kind of a, a cheese dick castle metal vibe to it, which is kind of what we're going for. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just think it's a funny ass name. I think it's a great name. Rock with it. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't think of anything better, anyways. I mean, we oh, had anything I mean, better was already taken. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> That's shit. true. I wanted to use Metallica, but <laughs> those bastards. Yeah. You I know, you would have got sued Led over Zeppelin that one too. It's like no, no. There's only there's only one L. <laughs> All right, so uh, so how did the band come to be? Have you guys uh, been lifelong friends and just decided to start a band? Or how about Jensen? You take well, it? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> well, me and Timothy had started a band called Hellgate uh, quite a few years back. Um, that broke up. That's a long time ago. Then me and uh, our former bassist Jeremy uh, started it, and we eventually grew out. Sadly, Jeremy had to leave the band, but. You know, we eventually grew, and, you know, it started out as something like we were just kind of screwing around, it just eventually got a little more serious, and here we are now. It's because of me. Well, I joined before Jeremy quit, by the way. Yeah, Jensen. Well, yes, a lot of you guys. You're not this, Jensen. Jensen. All right, so me and Jensen went to junior high school together. All right. We've known each other for years, and I bumped into him uh, this July 14th. will be five years, five years to the date. I bumped into him at a house party. I nearly got in a fight with some guy and uh, bumped into this other dude named Nate. was like, dude, you look like a musician. Let's start a band, man. I want to be a lead singer. And he's like, oh, my band's right over here. And I <laughs> turned right around, and, and Jensen's standing there with you know a couple other guys, uh, Anthony and Jeremy. And that became Hellgate, and Hellgate went on for a couple years, ended up imploding because we were idiots. I was an idiot. Um, I went off and did some other stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> Jensen kept rocking with with our bass player at the time. Uh, what the hell? The hell is his name? Jeremy. 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 <laughs> yeah, rocking with Jer- Jeremy, and 
they ended up meeting LJ on Craigslist, yeah. and uh, that went on for for quite some time. About a year. About a year. Yeah. Of them doing that, just the three of them. You know, I was off doing other bands that kind of sucked, but whatever. And uh, and then, you know, enter Jerry Drum Machine Amos. Fell right into her hands yes. with a yes. glass of beer. I uh, a glass of beer. I met this guy. Well, Jensen and LJ. I mean, uh, Tim at a. A Symphony X show. Mm. Cool. Which is, uh, one of my favorite bands. We went there and then, you know, one thing led to another. Then uh, Tim said he was from Tacoma. So then, you know, I went to Hell's Kitchen one day and I saw him. Like a shining light. Yeah. <laughs> and I just started kicking with him. And then I was really, you know, persistent. Because I've, you know, I've been in other bands before and I was really persistent on, you know, getting something going. Dude, yeah. he just showed up at the house, man, just started playing. And, yeah, and I was just I like, "Oh, nice! This guy kicks ass." And luckily, he lived like five blocks away too, so yeah, yeah. It totally so, worked out. Yeah, and like an hour into the audition, the neighbors came. And was like, "You know the uh, noise lodge around here?" Yeah, yeah that was yeah. fun. That they was told good. us the actual law. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. They, they made us a printout, dude. So yeah. it's five decibels. Anybody that's curious, it's five decibels of fifty feet. You have to if you're generating more than five mm-hmm. decibels and they can monitor that from fifty feet away, then you are breaking the law. If it's under five decibels at fifty feet away, then nobody can say shit, dude. So that's uh that's nice. Five decibels isn't really loud. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Sadly it isn't. Uh, it's kinda of hard for us that like it loud. Yeah. But you know, what can you do living in the living in the city limits? That's right. Well, it's better than Bonnie Lake, where the police would just show up at your house. Entire police department, (laughs) the entire three. Well, it's Bonnie Lake. They gotta have something to do. Seriously, man. Yeah, there was. Oh, there's a complaint. Let's go. There's 15 of them, dude. There were 15 of those. Yeah, I just remember we we had like a practice at our house, and like um, you know, there was probably like the band. You know, this is back in the Hellgate days. You know, we had five of us in the band. We had like three people over. And there was probably, you know, eight of us at the house and probably about 15, 16 cops in our yard. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's, that's, that's the Bonnie Lake tax dollars. Well they were all rocking out. <laughs> they were there for the party. Secretly. Yeah. I wish they were rocking out, but no, they were trying to get on our ass. They didn't have a circle pit going in the yard or anything? <laughs> yeah, with mace. They had a, it was actually a mace pit. Mace. I, walked out, I walked out in the front yard, and there was 15 cops macing the shit out of each other. Beautiful, beautiful yeah, sight. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It's like, all right, you guys kick ass. All right, cool. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we go around again and uh, have each of you talk for a minute or two about your influences and uh, kind of what got you? Uh, I mean, if, talk about whether you've always been into metal or something you discovered along the way. So, Jerry, why don't we why don't we start with you this time? All right. Well, I uh, you know I've always been into all different types of music. You know, uh, basically listening to classic rock when I was growing up and stuff from the '90s. You know, I was a big cool. Nirvana fan. You know, from uh, also like Alice in Chains. God you know, all, damn you, Jerry! All that stuff from uh, <laughs> fr- from the nineties. You know, and I I grew up listening to all that kind of stuff. You know, like I said, classic rock and Rush. You know, um, and then you know, along the way, one of my buddies, you know, just st- he played a lot of In Flames, and yeah. you know, th- then I started to like In Flames, the good stuff, not the new stuff. Clarify that, dude. The new stuff is not that bad, dude. Yeah, it's, Come on, it's yeah, extremely good, man. Yeah, but anyways. You know, then I just got into it from there, you know, switched to a double bass, you know, two pedals, and then yeah. started playing metal from there, and then... 
So you've, that's, you've that's always all I play. You've always been a drummer, or you play yeah. other instruments? Or? I've always been a drummer since like '97. Right. So I first started playing drums. Cool. Since I was like ten. Jerry is the uh, the best metal drummer you'll ever hear that doesn't listen to metal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I do, but I don't. It's kind of funny though talking to some a lot of the bands. There's, you know, I've talked to a guy that, uh, excuse me, a guy that was a he was a jazz drummer and he never played metal till he just met these dudes and he's in the band that he's in now and yeah. he's just a kick ass metal drummer. He's like, I'm just good at it. I mean, I, I don't really like listen to. No, that he much, doesn't. It's he doesn't fun to play, yeah. and I'm good at it. Man, let's fucking do it. Yeah, and no, I know a few people like that. It's, it's always funny to me, but hey, whatever works. I know? do listen to the middle. <laughs> just yeah. to clarify, like, Lamb oh, of God. I really do. I really do. All oh, stuff. I swear to God, I, I, don't kick my ass, guys. Don't kick my ass. All right, well, uh, man, my my journey with metal started like really young. I always knew I was looking for that heavy crunch tone. I just always knew in my heart that that's what I wanted to hear. And in the fourth grade, for the first time, I heard the Weird Al Yankovic version of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And at the time, at that time in my life, it was the heaviest thing I ever heard, that Weird Al Yankovic cover <laughs> of Nirvana. I thought it was so fucking cool. And, of course, I found the actual Nirvana CD. And then I think a year after that, I found Master of Puppets by Metallica. A friend of mine brought that to school. And I was, gosh, man, 11 years old. I don't even know. And I swear to God, my eyes dilated, dude. When I heard, <laughs> when I heard that shit, man, they swole up because I knew right then is what I've been looking for my whole life. This kind of a tone. So uh, from there, it just went on all through teen years. I listened to Pantera, Sepultura, uh, Death, See, with some honestly, and I also loved like The Doors and uh, Pink Floyd, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Iron Maiden, you know, Judas Priest, things like that, and then. I kind of fell away from metal for a few years because I felt like it was I didn't I didn't know about Started a lot of the Fallout Boy. Well, I, I just didn't know about a lot of the new stuff that was that was going on all around me at the time. I didn't know about Lamb of God, and I didn't know about you know honestly I I, I like bands like Killswitch Engage and. Um, you know, even in flames was going on back then. Oh, strapping and lad was going on. I didn't know about any of that stuff, and and then years, you know, a few years later, I, f I found out about it, and I was like, oh my god, dude, like metal is alive and well. I need to get back with it, and and um, that's where I met. You know, that's when I ended up bumping into these guys and everything. But with this band, you know, vocally, my my influence is definitely uh, like Matt Barlow, uh, Cam Pipes, Three Inches of Blood, King Diamond, really trying to emulate King Diamond at times um yeah just kind of trying to do more of that sort of a thing with this yeah. band so but yeah that's where i'm at lj i was conceived at a motley crew concert i've been metal since birth were you really nice. conceived at a motley is that crew a concert? true story no i was oh, I, my mom was invested. my mom was pregnant though in a crew concert oh, that's, good. that's good enough yeah, yeah that'll work. but uh my parents have always been like into metal and hard rock and stuff like that so i guess it's always been with me and then like junior high, I came out of my shell and started searching for other bands and stuff like that. Like every, the junior high like bands, they're like you know Fear Factory and stuff like right. that, and like the intro metal. And then my friends started getting into heavier shit, and then I was like, ah, oh, this is good, Arch Enemy, hell yeah, like you know, bring the heavy stuff, you yep. know. And you know, at first it's kind of hard to get into when you hear something with like most insane guitars and vocals. You're like, whoa, yeah, I don't know if I can listen to this just yet. And then you know, come back a few months later and like, man, this is really kick ass. This is what I want to do with my life. And uh, yeah, I've always take some time to sink in sometimes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like 
all kinds of metal. I'm not really particular, except for like some metalcore. I'm not really a fan of for like stuff with breakdowns. But I think my favorite thing is stuff with really high soaring vocals or really low beefy vocals. So that's funny. It's like the polar opposite. Yeah, you like the angelic singing or the demonic. Yeah, as long as it's Lucifer extreme. Growls. If it's extreme and good, I'll dig it. There you go. As long as it rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I really got into, um, I kind of started playing guitar when I was about 12 years old as kind of a hobby, and, um, you know, the first couple of years of me playing guitar, like, I didn't really take it seriously, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, it's just, I could do a couple chords every now and then, and I think by the time I turned about 14 or 15, I got into Iron Maiden and Flames and Blind Guardian, and I was just like... Oh, yeah, they do. But uh, I was like, oh, man, I really, I this is badass. I really want to play stuff like this, you know? And I just really got, like, really into playing guitar, and I wanted to be better at it. And, you He's know, still trying. I'm, now you are sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of. All these years. All right, now. cool. So, um... Normally, the, the format here when we uh, when I do these interviews is I'll... Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to... On the show, on, when you listen to it, it's going to be uh, one of your tracks and then the interview and then another track going out of the interview. So uh, the two songs that I chose to play were uh, No Gold, No Woman. So uh, <clears throat> that was one of them. And uh, Whitestone was the other one. Cool. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about the writing of those songs? Who write? Uh-huh. Yeah, who write? Who does the writing? Is it a group effort? Is it? Yeah, it usually is a group kind of effort. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> usually for no gold, no woman. It's mostly Jerry actually that wrote those songs. <laughs> yeah, well, no- Jerry's the key songwriter <clears throat> yeah. in all of our songs. Definitely, no gold, no woman. Uh, me and Jensen just last. I think, I think it was last year or something. Yeah, like that. it was on Christmas Eve. We got really drunk one night and. Just pounded yeah. that one out. Are you serious? Was it? That- yeah, we yeah, wrote the music song, board man. on Christmas Eve. That's funny, dude. <laughs> I think. Yeah, because he, because you kind of is that. That was like your drum beat. Yeah, that, that's the one with the my, linear my, beat. My linear drum. Yeah, beat that, that was your that was your beat, dude. And then, <laughs> that's uh, how we came up with that song. Me and him just pulled out of our ass in one night. We were also on the brownies. Um, well, that can help. Yes, yeah, yeah, it can. It sure can. <laughs> and then uh, LJ and I wrote the lyrics when we were actually recording it. Like I usually, what I'll do for uh, coming up with vocals is like I'll just kind of shout some shit or sing some shit over the top of it. Like I'll, I won't even like specify any words. You know, I'll just ad lib everything until I find the the vocal patterns that I want to draw. Yeah. And then once I figure that out, then I'll go in and put the words in. You know, the syllable placements and everything like that. So me and this guy came up with with the words to it, and that one is about uh, that one is about Mark Anthony uh, defying Rome and doing it. Uh, That's no gold, no woman, by the way. Yeah, in no in the song, no gold, no woman. It's about Mark Anthony defying defying Rome and um, doing it for reasons that no one can really understand and reasons that are uh, really insane you know it's it's about a man who has everything that any man could ever want or need 10,000 times more than any man could ever want or need and still never enough never enough for him you know yep. and uh 
and that's uh that's kind of what it's about and it's also about the fact that uh we're still to this day led you know people are still ruling the masses that are the exact same way and you know are willing to kill millions for their own foolish whatever dude you know pride or, or whatever you want to call it so yeah it's basically what that song is about you know lyrically but uh yeah our writing process is kind of funny man we just kind of take it riff by riff and we'll just come up with the coolest riff we can and then you know come up with as long as it's and, tim approved yeah, yeah well it's all it's the, the band proof we'll sit there and like <laughs> jensen will throw jensen will throw a riff in you know and i'll be like well maybe you should try and you know, sing play a little more not just you everybody you know yeah and, and more uh, often than not it's i'll play a riff and one of you assholes would be like dude play it better yeah <laughs> like you could do that play it backwards all right better <laughs> and then we'll just you know try and come up with the best we're Don't actually gonna so cover 2112 backwards yeah. Nice. Backwards. <laughs> Let me know when you play that. I want. I gotta see that. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. So, how about Whitestone? What's the What's the story about Whitestone? Uh, Whitestone is part of a four a four song uh, concept because I wanted to write a, I wanted to write a concept album, but I was like, man, you know, maybe it's a little early on to be writing a concept album. So we just tried, you know, a four song concept, and whitestone is the first song in the in the four song concept and it's about uh it's about a man who is awoken uh, in the night by a, a vision from what he sees at the time as a beautiful uh dark princess uh like angelic type princess coming to him almost in a dream you know but she gives him a mission to go and find the philosopher's stone and bring it to her, and he sees it as like a mission from, uh, you know, of justice from heaven or God or something like that, you know. Yeah. And so he goes out and uh, raises this massive army, and uh, by really defending the people of the land, you know, through acts of um, acts of justice, I suppose that, that I go over in the song. And he gets help from a wizard. Oh yeah, that no, that's not till that's not till the fourth song. Oh, it's right. dimension where they have to get help from the wizard to go into. But anyway, so uh, so that that's what that is. It's really, him raising his army, uh, his army, uh, you know, sweeping across the land to find their way to the to the temple. And then the, the song after that is is War of the Artifact, where they get to the temple and uh, just start crushing fools to get the stone. But then, of course, you know, not to spoil it or anything, he finds out that Nightshade. That's the the uh, demonic queen that came to him in his dream is in fact evil oh. and she was not uh, sending him off on this journey for any, for any good purpose uh, and he found out that all along even though he thought he was been in the service of good he's actually been in the service of evil yeah. so he has to remedy that in the, in the last song of the, the concept fucking women man yeah, yeah. <laughs> bitches yeah and no, it's crazy like his not only does he realize she's evil but then she like morphs into this like anthropomorphic uh tentacled demonoid creature fucking women dude. and she's not even she's not even a she for starters i think my so wife can, can you, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she seems so beautiful but then you know of course turns into this monstrosity it's just yeah that's well, that happens for you. So. all right cool well we need to kind of start wrapping things up here but uh why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys have going on uh, do you have any good any shows coming up that you want to talk mm. about we do have a show July twentieth right. at Studio Seven. Studio Seven. Thank you, Studio Seven. Yes. For taking yeah, it was over. originally booked at Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, what the hell happened there? 
What the hell happened yeah. to hell? Closed <laughs> down. That is yeah. the million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah. It's whatever happened. It's it's gone now, which is an unfortunate. But yeah, it's a real shame. But I love that place. I don't know where the hell we're gonna hang out now. Yeah, I know. There's really not another club like that in Tacoma. I heard the Blood Hunger guys are have opened something or are opening yeah. something. The the uh, the for Blood Hunger. Yeah, he he opened up a bar. Um, yeah. Right by the hilltop. Uh, Hilltop Loans place, whatever. I just probably want to get over there. Probably, probably doing my beer drinking over there from now on. Yeah. Probably do some beer but, drinking. But uh, yeah, sure we, we, we've got Studio 7 on July 20th. And honestly, guys, I mean, I want to talk to you guys about this later, but I, I would like to play something in Tacoma maybe before then if we can. You guys were talking about playing something at either O'Malley's or whatever. I say let's since we don't have a Tacoma show anymore for July, let's uh, let's throw one in there if we can. But yeah, but for sure, you know that's tentative. But for sure, yeah, uh, we're July definitely 20th. working on su- getting something in Tacoma here soon. So. Also, uh, the July twentieth show is my birthday party. Well, yeah. there you go. LJ's so come party. Birthday party. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't come, you obviously don't want LJ to have a happy birthday. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you're <laughs> terrorist. And we got tickets for sale for that and the and Studio Seven really wants us to, to push tickets. So, you know, if anybody that's listening, you know, please hit us up on our uh you know our Facebook or our Facebook.com slash the wizard sleep Tacoma. Yeah, there you go. You know, please help. All right. Um any uh so you've got well I've got three songs from you guys. Are there more recorded or is that the and do you have There's, some plans to do more recording oh yes. and we I, th- an- I do the recording. Um it's been a hobby for mine, so finally put it to use with the, the band. So we're, we're trying to get them recorded. Right the there. interesting thing though about these songs, man, that, that you have right now is those were all recorded in C standard and we uh, have changed the cor- the the tuning since then to E. E minor is that E flat. E flat. E flat. We've changed to E flat. So the way I'm singing the songs, these songs we have, mm-hmm. unfortunately, is is different than what we're hearing here. So those these songs are actually going to be re-recorded yeah. uh, right. very soon, and uh, and they will they'll be better because the, the, we've got a fourth Way song. Better. We've got a fourth song waiting in the wings right now. That is, it it makes the other songs look dumb almost because yeah. we've just we've just been refining our process this whole time. You know, over the course of these three songs. So sure. So we are going to end up re-recording those, and then since he's got all the equipment and stuff, it's kind of nice. We can just do it at our at our leisure, you That's know. That's right. So. Well, make sure you send them to me when you get keep oh, it will. keep it coming, and we'll keep playing you for guys sure. on the, yeah. on the show. Will. And, uh, we will. All right. Well, I want to thank you all very much for coming in and uh, spending some time with us today, uh, letting us get to know a little more about the wizard sleeve. Yeah. And if and, and any of you kids out there that don't know the double meaning of the wizard sleeve, <laughs> like UrbanDictionary.com, yeah, maybe that might you know help them out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know the meaning. <laughs> no, it's, Jerry, you wouldn't. It's okay. One day you'll know. Don't well, worry, I'm a Jerry. You don't know a lot of things. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> All right, so we can find you on Facebook and yes. Reverb Nation, and yep. uh, so go out, find these guys, check them out, July twentieth at Studio Seven. Uh, it's going to be a killer show. That's a pretty good lineup. The whole lineup. Oh my is gosh! Good. It's so, going to be um, yeah. It's going to be a sick show. I'm really happy Studio Seven picked that show up. You yeah. know. Yeah. I'm gonna, it almost didn't happen. I'm going to have me have me a rowdy bow. Good time. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, guys, and uh, let's keep in touch down the road. And for sure. Uh, oh, we will, man. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thank thanks you. All right. Us. Thank you for having us, man.
are back so now we know a whole lot more about the wizard's sleeve um so there you go let me know what you think that last track that we heard was white stone and again we had a had a good uh, chance to talk with them and learn what each of those tracks is about i think they've got some they've got a really cool sound and they've got some really uh really good stuff going on there and i think it's interesting that a band uh you know, they've all been in other bands before, and they have kind of a mixture of influences. I mean, obviously, they have enough common interests and influences where they can come together and, and form a band, and they have an idea of what they want to do and what they want it to sound like and everything. But uh, at the same time, uh, you bring a lot of different things together. And, you know, you have your experiences from being in other bands, and, you know, you learn what works and what doesn't work and everything. And, and so... You know, they're, maybe, they're, uh, maybe they've got the, the right thing going here. So let's keep an eye on the wizard's sleeve and uh, see what they're doing and definitely get out and support on uh, July 20th at Studio 7 in Seattle. I know that our good friends Thou Show Kill are also on that bill. Uh, so that's going to be a great, great lineup uh, just from those two bands there. And I know there's some other good bands on there too. So, uh, And we referenced it a little bit uh, in the interview there, but uh, some shocking news this week, at least down here in the South End in Tacoma, uh, Hell's Kitchen very suddenly uh, just kind of calling it quits, closing the doors as, as we're recording this. Uh, they haven't quite done that yet. Um, uh, they've got a show Saturday and a show Sunday, and then that's it. Uh, very, uh, very surprising decision. Caught a lot of people off guard, obviously. Um, a lot of times when a venue closes down, it doesn't happen quite so suddenly and everything. So uh, it's uh, in the one, uh, if, if you're not familiar with the Tacoma area, it's the one bar that, uh, or the one venue that is uh, pretty much metal all the time. They do, they did some hip hop shows and stuff like that in there too, but uh, uh, very surprising. And there's, uh, you know, there's suddenly kind of a void uh, for metal bands down here in Tacoma. There's uh, there's not really a whole lot of other venues that are dedicated to metal. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and I uh, want to say very, very cool and give props to Studio 7 for picking up that show. Uh, basically, the, it's the whole lineup. It's the whole show. It's just uh, moving on up to Seattle instead of in Tacoma for that evening on July 20th. So get out there and check them out uh, if you can, if you can support please get out and do that. Uh, wanted to also mention uh, how you can get in touch with the Northwest Metal Zone because we like it when you get in touch with us. Uh, we have a Facebook page. It's called NW Metal Zone. If you want the full URL, it's www.facebook.com backslash NW Metal Zone. Uh, we have a lot of people there that like the page, and so I'm always uh, grateful for that. Uh, we have a lot of uh, cool things that go on on the Facebook page there. Uh, 
band, a lot of bands use that as a way to promote things that they have going on, whether it be shows or you know a new new recording that they want you to listen to, or maybe they've got a video that they want you to check out. And so bands post a lot of stuff there. Uh, we've had bands use the page as a way to find new band members. And, and uh, I know in at least a couple of cases, it's worked out that through the Facebook page, they found uh, new band members. Um, and then there's also just us fans who hang out there and uh, find out about what's going on in metal. We have discussions a little bit and everything. So it's uh, it's a good place to hang out, and we would love to have you come there and like the page and keep track of everything that's going on. Um, we have uh, usually on Sunday nights, sometimes it's Monday, depending on what my schedule's like, but I always uh, give you a kind of a preview of the show and list the bands that are going to be on the show each week, each Tuesday night. Uh, there's always a link to listen to this, the, you know, whatever the show is. I try to post the link on Wednesday if Facebook is cooperating, uh, hasn't been cooperating much lately. So that link gets posted at odd times, but my goal is to Wednesday morning post the link to whatever Tuesday night show was. Uh, so all kinds of stuff going on there on the Facebook page. So please check it out. Uh, please keep in touch with us. We appreciate your feedback and, uh, and uh, like uh, everybody jumping in there and doing their thing with the Northwest Metal Zone page. That's what it's there for. You can also email me and trying to keep it simple and consistent. It's nwmetalzone at gmail.com. Bands, that is the preferred way. If you have some music that you want to send to me that you'd like me to play on the show, uh, send me an MP3 track preferably. Uh, the highest quality that you can get. Uh, 44.1 sample rate will make Wonder Boy very, very happy. Otherwise, he gets grumpy, and then I have to deal with it, even though I wasn't the one that messed up. I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, send your tracks in there. Um, anything you want to, you know, email me about anything you want. I do get uh, comments and suggestions and and uh, and things as well. So, uh, just happy to keep in touch with everybody. Uh, and uh, so, those are the, those are the two ways that you can get in touch with me and get in touch with the show, the Northwest Metal Zone. If you do it on the Facebook page, then Wonder Boy's an admin there too, and so he can see what's going on as well. So uh, do that. Keep in touch with us. And we're going to get into uh, some more music. And by the way, I didn't mention, but obviously the Wizard Sleeve is a new band to the Northwest Metal Zone for this show as well. So that's another one. And speaking of new bands, we have another one in this set kicking it off. This is a band called Inebriator with their track, Inebriator.
All right. More music. How about that? Wrapping up the set, we had a band called Vesperia. We've played them for a long time, but they used to be known as Bolero. Uh, but now they are Vesperia, so let's forget about the Bolero stuff. That is a, a track called The Swordsman. They are out of Canada. Uh, we had The Odious in the middle of the set. Song that band that I played many times, song that I played many times because I like it. The Odious with Threads, and then a brand new band to the Northwest Metal Zone again this week. with That was Inebriator with their track, Inebriator. So yeah, thanks to all the thanks to all the new bands coming out of the woodwork. Uh, that would be awesome if if that happened every single week. And I know there's a lot of bands out there. I don't have any uh, delusion that uh, by any stretch of the imagination we have played every possible metal band out there. Because I mean, seriously, if you're covering Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and British Columbia at a minimum, uh, there's a lot of bands out there. So uh, we are. Uh, we are still looking for new bands, and we're always happy to welcome new bands into the Northwest Metal Zone family. And of course, we're grateful for the bands that have uh, been with us for some of them from the very beginning. Uh, and uh, speaking of one of the bands that is uh, that's been with us from the very beginning, our friends Burn the Harbor uh, have a show, and there'll be more information coming out. But they've got uh, they've done some new recording, and they've written written some new songs. They've got uh, their sound going in a little bit of a different direction, and I know they're really stoked about it and happy about it. They have a show coming up in August, uh, so it's a little ways away. And uh, just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, we'll have a lot more details uh, soon. And uh, that's something I'm kind of looking forward to a little bit farther down the road in the summertime. Uh, checking out the new stuff that Burn the Harbor has going on. So very cool stuff. Um, lots of, uh, this is getting to be summertime finally, hopefully. Uh, and whether <laughs> whether the weather cooperates or not, it's summertime and we have the summertime events. So this is kind of a cool thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of outdoor events and a lot of uh, week, weekend long events that take place uh, throughout, uh, well, I'm talking about Western Washington where I am, but uh I'm sure that other places throughout the Northwest have uh, these same things. And it's kind of cool. You know, you can go out, you can go to uh, something, for example, this weekend. Uh, well, it's past as, as you're listening to this, but there was the uh, the Taste of Tacoma and the Urban Arts Festival, both in Tacoma. A uh, chance to get out and, and enjoy hopefully some good weather and get out and uh, eat some food and uh, check out some music and art and things like that that are that are going on. Uh, so make sure that you get out and support those kind of events. Um, and especially as if, if there are any metal bands or even heavier bands that are playing any of those events, make sure you get out and support that because, you know, I know the, I know how the inner workings of these events go and, uh, trust me, it does make a difference. You know, if they book a, a, a metal band on one of these things, sometimes they're doing it as an experiment to see, how uh how it goes over and so if you know if you get a nice crowd appreciating what's going on on stage uh then they are more likely to maybe book more metal bands the next time so uh just kind of keep that in mind when you have a chance to get out there and uh support the local things that are going on support always support your local bands always support your local festivals and activities that are going on support your local venues uh, we've kind of unfortunately been a recurring theme over the last few months, uh, here, uh, in the Seattle Tacoma area anyway, that a lot of venues are, are having some struggles and, uh, you know, 
just to you know, just to clarify, and I'm not pointing fingers, and I'm not saying anything specifically about any particular venues. It is important for us to get out and support venues, and you know, I know that that happens, and I know that the people that are really diehards and the people that really do it, uh, you know, they they are out there and they are supporting. Uh, there's always the people that kind of stand on the sidelines, and you know, they. They talk a good game on Facebook or whatever, but you know when when push comes to shove, they're not out there supporting, and that's a that's a completely different issue. You know, as you know, if you've listened to the show long enough, I'm always uh, I'm out as much as I can be, and uh, I am uh, encouraging people to get out and go to shows and support and things like that. Uh, but you know, sometimes the venues themselves, you know, whether it's the way the venue is run, the way the venue is booked or everything, you know, all of those things go together. So, um, you know, sometimes we see these venues fall by the wayside and, and the automatic knee jerk reaction is, well, nobody just went out and supported the venue. Nobody was there. There weren't, there wasn't enough support. There weren't enough people going through the doors, buying beer, whatever. That can be the case. And that can be a contributing factor, but it can also be that just, you know, a lot of times people have a dream that they want to they want to run a venue, they want to run a bar and they want to book live bands, but if you don't manage that right, um you know, that can be an issue as well. So um and uh just kind of keep that in mind, just kind of throwing that out there that it, you know, it's it's never any one thing. Uh it can it's it's usually a combination of things when you see uh this happen, but the important thing is, you know, we most of us don't run a venue most of us don't run a bar so we don't have any control over how it's managed and how the business is run what we have control over is how often we go out how often we support and uh, that's what we can do to make sure uh, that the venues uh, stay viable and stay open and continue to uh, give us a choice and a variety in the in the music that we want to hear and see and listen to uh on a regular basis. So that's kind of my two cents worth on that. And we are at our final set of the evening. And, uh, we, uh, kind of got out of our normal, uh, our normal three, 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 three song format tonight with the interview and everything. And, uh, that's okay. Change is good. A little variety is, is good once in a while. We're going to wrap this up with four songs, uh, tonight in this final set. This is another band, and I, I think I know what they're trying to say in the song title here. Um, but this is a band called Headless Pez, another new band to the Northwest Metal Zone this week. The track is called King Cottom Fuckin'. Thank you. 
right, so there you go. We are all done with the Northwest Metal Zone for this week. What you heard, a band, again, another band that we've played on the show before, haven't played them for a while. That is Southgate with The Taste of Dirt. You like the hammering in the background? I do too. It's metal, come on. The only thing that would sound better is if they were hammering on metal, but they're not. So uh, so the last track you heard, Southgate, The Taste of Dirt. Uh, then we prior to that, we heard Terra Morta, Winter is Her Name, another track and another band that I really like and we have played before. Funeral Age, prior to that. Uh, I don't know why I have not ever played Funeral Age. It's taken me 61 episodes to get Funeral Age on the show. Saw them a few weeks ago um, on the Marduk show on Marduk Bill, and they killed it, of course. And this was uh, the favorite song, my favorite song that I heard from their set that night. That was Lives for an Eye. And then leading off the set, another new band that's new to the Northwest Metal Zone this week, Headless Pez with King Kadam Fucking which I think is maybe like kind of their play on words for King Tutankhamun, but, you know, good on you guys. That's a, that's a, that's a, nice, uh, it's a nice little variation on it if that's what it was, and if it's not, I'm going to give you credit for it anyway. So check that out. We had uh, These are all the new bands that were on the show this week. Uh, Scream in Agony, Grim Ride, The Wizard's Sleeve, Inebriator, Headless Pez, and Funeral Age. All those bands new to the Northwest Metal Zone this week, so that's pretty cool. More than half the bands that we had on the show this week were new to the show. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you, bands, for getting in touch with me and uh, hooking hooking us up with your music and everything. And thank you, bands, always, of course, for you know taking the time to put the music out. Uh, you know, get together, write your songs, get your get your vision, get your thoughts out there for people to listen to and take part in. And uh, we like it. We like it a lot, so thanks, bands, and of course, thanks to everyone who listens in. I know we've got a bunch of diehard listeners every week that check it out, and I think we get more and more people checking it out every week. I hope we do. You know, one of the benefits to me that I look for, that I think of and look at in terms of uh, having bands that are new to the show is that they bring, you know, at, at the very least, the, the members of those bands are new listeners to the show, or hopefully they are. Hopefully they get the word out and share it with their fans and friends and family members and all of that good stuff. And so, uh, you know, that's the benefit to me of playing a band that's new to the Northwest Metal Zone and not just, you know, cycling through the same, you know, 10 or 20 bands every few weeks. So there you go. So thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh, Had a great time putting the show together. Had a great time visiting with the Wizard Sleeve. I want to thank them one more time for coming in and uh, giving up some of their time on a beautiful Saturday morning here in the Northwest. Uh, And uh, I don't know, nothing else I can think of to say. So uh, hope you all have a good week. Hope everything goes well for you. And I'll see you again in seven days time on the Northwest Metal Zone. Our time is at an end, my friends. But join us again next week for another journey through the Northwest Metal Zone.